0: This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's Community Access Media Organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. There is nothing wrong with your radio. Do not attempt to adjust the frequency. We are controlling transmission. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the outer limit frequency. Good evening, my name is Ricardo, my name is Sam, and this is The Outer Limit Frequency, and I'm dedicating this episode to the memory of Michael Kenneth Williams. When it comes to popular topics for songs, time is shown there to be certain eternal favorites. Love, good times, and partying tend to come up a lot. There are even entire genres of music that seem primarily concerned with their own existence. Rock, metal, and funk are largely guilty of this. But that doesn't mean that all songs are this shallow. No, there are thousands that choose to concern themselves with much more important topics, such as human rights, the rejection of war, and other pressing social issues. Ideas that are often summed up under the umbrella of protest music. And for tonight's show, we thought we'd take a brief look at the protest songs and civil rights music that have helped to shape the world around us.
1: It's really sad that even after all this time, we still have issues, especially in certain countries, around police brutality, especially directed towards pretty much any non-white ethnicity. The fact that the Black Lives Matter movement became as huge as it did in 2020 tells you that things are not where they should be. It's not something we should even have to question now because, yeah, racism sucks. So when Marvin Gaye released What's Going On in 1971, so like 50 years ago, and it was just as relevant then as it is now, you kind of have to ask exactly what he's asking. Because seriously, what the hell is going on?
2: There's too many of you to cry Brother, brother, brother There's far too many of you die. You know we've got to find a way To bring some loving here today yeah. Father, father We don't Escalate. You see, war is not the answer For only love can conquer hate You, you know, know we've got to find a way to bring, to bring some love and give the day, day. Oh, oh, oh. Picket lines and picket sides Don't punish me With brutality, sister. Talk to me, sister. So you can see. Oh, what's going Judges Simply cause our hands was wrong Oh, you know We've got to find Drink some understanding Here today oh, oh, oh. Pick it flat And pick it silent Don't punish me With brutality Come on, talk to me
0: episode about civil rights, it was perhaps inevitable that we'd end up talking about Nina Simone. Many of her songs were instrumental to the development of a new post-segregation black identity in America, but none hit quite as hard as Mississippi Goddamn. Inspired by the murders of civil rights protesters in the namesake state, as well as the bombing of a black church in Alabama, the song is nothing short of an emotional gut punch delivered by one of the very best to ever do it. It was first performed at New York's Village Cafe to an entirely white audience, and wow, that would have been something to witness. Miss Simone had a reputation for eyeballing the front row of the crowd to make her points at home, and I could only imagine the squirms of discomfort that met her gaze that night. The song was later performed at Carnegie Hall, a performance which was recorded for the Nina Simone concert record released in 1964. The fact that Nina sounds like she's joking with the audience all the while is both impressive and a little bit scary, just like the lady herself.
3: The name of this tune is Mississippi Goddamn. And I mean every word of it. Alabama's got me so upset. Tennessee made me lose my rest. And everybody knows about Mississippi Goddamn. Alabama's got me so upset. Tennessee made me lose my rest And everybody knows about Mississippi God damn Can't you see it? Can't you feel it? It's all in the air I can't stand the pressure much longer Somebody say a prayer Alabama's got me so upset Tennessee made me lose my rest And everybody knows about Mississippi show tune but the show hasn't been written for it yet (laughs) hound dogs on my trail school children sitting in jail black cat cross my path i think every day's gonna be my last Keep on saying, go slow. But well, that's just the trouble. Keep it slow. Washing the windows, Keep it slow. picking the cotton, Keep it slow. you're just plain rotten. Told me to wash and clean my ears and talk real fine, just like a lady, and you'd stop calling me Sister Sadie. Oh, but this whole country is full of lies. You all gonna die and die like flies. I don't trust you anymore. They keep on saying, go slow. That's just a trouble, desegregation, mass participation, unification.
1: Of course, the topic of this episode can't really be discussed without mentioning Rage Against the Machine, because protest is their entire shtick. So, yeah, we could choose almost anything by them here, but I kind of wanted to stay away from the obvious ones, you know, you're killing in the name. Sleep Now in the Fire makes the episode for two reasons. The song itself is protesting the way that so many countries have lost their identities to America, adopting so many things about the US into their own, so globalization as well as the initial discovery of america and everything involving the bloodshed there implying that we should have expected a nation founded on violence and forcing their own identity on others to continue then there's the video which could have just been your typical music video except the band essentially tried to hijack the new york stock exchange because rage against the machine and michael moore do not make a chill combo
0: 1970, the American National Guard opened fire on a peaceful anti-war protest being held at Kent State University in Ohio. When the smoke cleared, four students were dead, with another nine seriously wounded. After seeing photos from the event in Life magazine, Neil Young reportedly locked himself away for hours for emerging with a song he wanted to sing with his bandmates, Crosby, Stills and Nash. That song was simply titled Ohio, and it has gone down in history as one of the most venomous and timely anti-war anthems of all time. In a time when youth were crying out for peace overseas, their very own government was rewarding them with violence. What made Ohio so powerful was that it was released just one month after the shooting took place, the very epitome of striking while the iron is hot, or as hot as it could be in the early 70s. And you know that no song from that time period was going to be name-dropping Richard Nixon for positive reasons. So next time someone makes bad Star Wars jokes at you on May 4, feel free to roll your eyes and educate them on some very real history that went down on that day. I do mm
4: uh-huh.
1: Part of the meaning behind No Doubt's Just a Girl You Look At kind of determines how much of a real protest song this is, because it is in part just a bit of a whinge about having strict parents. But other than that, it's also a protest against the way women are essentially expected to fill a certain role, and that's it. This and them always being looked at as weak and incapable, which of course Miss Stefani strongly disagreed with, as she should – Even the title of the song, Just a Girl, is a middle finger directed toward anyone who would ever refer to any woman as just a girl, meaning they're incapable of whatever it is they're apparently incapable of. It may have become just your regular radio-friendly, happy-sounding rock, but the actual meaning behind the song is a lot more purposeful than most people give it credit for. (laughs)
0: songwriter Gil Scott Heron made his name with a single song and boy what a song it was one that still holds a lot of power to this very day the revolution will not be televised was named after a popular slogan of the black power movement and due to its popularity has been released recorded re-released and re-recorded across several albums and single releases in the early 70s it masterfully digs into the emptiness of modern existence and laments that any real positive change in the world will not probably not reach those who need to hear it the most The revolution will not be televised has been referenced so many times over the past 50 years that even if you've never heard the original, there's still a very good chance you'll recognize at least some of it. This track is so dense with era appropriate cultural references that it's actually worth keeping the Wikipedia page open as you listen to it. The revolution may not have been televised, but we're happy to provide it to you on this channel.
5: The revolution will not, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live.
1: When MIA wrote paper planes about the prejudice directed towards immigrants of third world nations coming into the U.S., she did it using her own personal experience. Because despite being British, given her Sri Lankan descent, she was singled out by Americans just because of how she looks. The way she protests this is kind of great, though. The entire song is, rather than being angry or sad in her delivery, it just comes across as a taunt or a joke. I mean, yeah, this is an issue to get angry about. Her way of saying how absurd it is is kind of nice for a change. Lyrics like, Some I Murder, Some I Let Go, specifically referencing rumors which suggest she's tied to Tamil militant groups. The whole song is full of this, and you just know she did it to wind someone up. Gotta love it. <laughs>
6: If you catch me at the border, I got visas in my neck If you come around here, I'll make more day I get one down in a second if you wait Sometimes I think sitting on trains Every step I get to uncle
0: mid-2000s, a new generation of anti-authoritarian artists were rising up to show the displeasure of the War on Terror. I like to think of this as the Rock against Bush era. One of the more ham-fisted but well-meaning attempts to get on board this particular bandwagon was made by A Perfect Circle. In 2004, the alt-rock supergroup released Emotive, an album of anti-war and pro-democracy covers. Emotive did, however, suffer from a lack of polish and cohesion that fans of the band had come to expect. Do you want to hear a John Lennon cover that's as painful as is predictable? Yeah, I didn't think so. But as far as I'm concerned, the cover of Nick Lowe's Peace, Love and Understanding is the pick of the bunch. The song has been performed by the likes of Elvis. Elvis Costello, Eddie Vedder and Bruce Springsteen but I rather like the gentler arrangement used by A Perfect Circle as well as the rare lead vocal turn by guitarist Billy Howard. As I
4: walk
7: on through this wicked For light in the darkness of insanity, I ask myself Is all hope lost? Is there only pain and hatred and misery? And each time I feel like this inside, there's one thing. So fun. Through troubled times My spirit gets so hearted Sometimes So where are the strong Who are the trusted And where is the heart Just makes me wanna cry What's so funny about peace, love and understanding What's so funny about peace, love and understanding I'm not afraid of
1: Bruce's album Drones was a bit of an odd one. I still haven't figured out if I like it or not, but the whole album is essentially a look at modern society and us all becoming, well, drones. Psycho is quite honestly the only song I can think of off the top of my head from this album because it's actually just really, really angry. The vocal delivery from Bellamy is not his usual spaciness, instead sounding like he's really got something he wants to say. And there are two meanings for this. The song is both protesting war and the way soldiers are turned into mindless killing machines, stripping away their humanity because you can't really have much humanity if you want to be an effective killing machine. But also, like the rest of the album, carries on the theme of how incredibly frustrating many things in modern society can be.
0: last couple of years has seen quite a lot of music that addresses civil rights and systemic social issues, for some reason. The likes of Run the Jewels and Childish Gambino have made some era-defining statements about the plight of people of colour and the underprivileged in recent times, but I'd like to dig a little deeper on this one. Enigmatic UK producer Salt, spelled with an A-U, really dug into this concept, along with ruminations on the black identity beyond America's borders, with their double whammy of debut albums called Five and Seven. Just don't ask about Six and Everybody Gets Out of Here Alive. I cannot recommend these albums enough, but for now I'll give you just a little taste with their song Foot on Necks. I'm sure that it will come as little surprise that this track looks at police brutality, but what you might not expect is how catchy it is. As George Clinton has often said, it's a lot easier to get an important message across if you can make the people dance to it.
1: All you "Torn about by Janelle Monáe is essentially the modern version of Marvin Gaye's What's Going On, in that it's bluntly targeting racism and more specifically involving police brutality, in the case of Monáe's song about the lack of action taken by law enforcement whenever African-Americans are murdered. It's targeting law enforcement for their vicious nature whenever it involves an African-American and the government for turning a blind eye to it. It even mentions victims by name and it's... It's just a lot, so here it is.
5: started with that song the hell you talking about so this red across our eyes symbolizes that the fact that we see the bloodshed going on in this country and it won't be overlooked so we need to let the world know and you need to know that silence is the enemy and sound is the weapon
0: to wrap things up for the show i want to try and bring a kiwi perspective into the discussion aotearoa is internationally famous for our anti-nuclear stance to the point that i can remember singing songs to this effect in primary school It was definitely more of a hot-button issue in the 80s and 90s for fairly obvious reasons than it is now. But in 2009, Electric Wire Hustle decided to weigh in on the subject on their self-titled album. One of the standout tracks, Burn, goes as far as to sample David Longy's infamous I Can Smell Uranium On Your Breath speech to make its point crystal clear. Also electric guitars and potty mouth language, which, as we all know, are very cool.
1: Rejecting nuclear weapons is to assert what is human over the evil nature of the weapon. It is to restore to humanity the power of decision. It is to allow a moral force to reign supreme. It stops the macho lurch into mutual madness. And for me, the position of my country is a genuine long-term affirmation of this proposition that nuclear weapons are morally indefensible and i support that proposition
0: once again for tuning into the ad limit frequency and sticking with us on what could be quite a heavy topic what aren't always such heavy topics as some of the other episodes we've made of which there are numerous available through streaming services such as spotify please check them out you know you will and since you're coming back next week join us as we give our opinions on the
1: greatest guitar riffs of the 21st century we're probably going to be wrong in your opinion